Good morning, everyone. Hope you are safe and sound out there and whatever day today is. Uh, time is obviously a flat circle, um, but uh, we're going to just keep on pressing on. Today is another one of our Do Better Better essays. Uh, again, reminder, these are crafted to help you think more clearly about the future today. Um, just a reminder, uh, our feed is filled with uh, these essays, but also the audio version of our weekly newsletter on Fridays, read by uh, my partner in crime, Brian Colbert-Kennedy. And of course, our uh, groundbreaking conversations with diverse, interdisciplinary humans, uh, just amazing diverse humans working on the front lines of the future. And you can find back us up episodes, those um, in the podcast feed, and we've got new ones coming soon. Uh, we are so grateful to have you as part of our community, working alongside these people uh, on the world's biggest problems and opportunities. Two quick reminders, uh, you can get uh, the uh, written version of these essays um, and our newsletter and other fun things in your inbox at importantnotimportant.com. And you can also send us feedback always at questions at importantnotimportant.com. Uh, you Again, you can write something in or feel free to record a voice memo on your phone. Those are always fun. And you can send them in and we will uh, use those in a future episode. Okay, let's get to it. Do better, better, number six. How to spend the next 10 years. Originally published September 7th, 2020. One of the most important rules you can adopt to become more productive is to say no to new obligations as often as possible. And to be clear, this is one I'm still very much working on. Yes should be exclusively reserved for situations that prompt you to respond with, hell yes. Hell yes should be your threshold always because our time is finite and our bandwidth is constantly in need of replenishment. Now that's all great, but what the hell comes after hell yes? In other words, what are you really committing to? Are you simply cutting a check? Are you taking on a new full-time role? Are you joining a board? Becoming an advisor or a mentor? Going back to school? Running for office? Raising a family? There's a multitude of standard, actionable questions you should be asking before making that commitment. Even if your initial gut reaction is, hell yes. And we'll get to those one at a time in subsequent posts. But today, let's assume you're not just cutting a check and focus on one of the most important parameters, the length of your commitment. Let's also assume that commitment means you're in this for the long term. Imagine you're signing up for a 10-year commitment. 10 years. If you're a child, one summer feels like an eternity. If you're an adult, 10 years goes by in the blink of an eye. Unless, again, it's a pandemic and, and time means nothing anymore. There's just yesterday and today and tomorrow. Anyways, this, this difference is how we perceive time it is partly because of how your brain probably processes time through stimuli. 
And because it, as you age, any given chunk of time is going to become an increasingly small fraction of your lifetime. So when you are 10, that summer is 140th of your entire life. When you're 40, a summer is 160th. It's tiny. But it's also just because you're so increasingly busy. For all of the reversion from multitasking is great back to deep focus is everything. You have probably still got three hours worth of tasks that need to be done over the next 60 minutes. Working on and maybe even completing one deep task is great, but that doesn't mean the other stuff magically gets done on its own. I mean, believe me, I understand. I have like 12 jobs. So before you take on a substantial, hell yes, new commitment, you have to ask this baseline question. Am I game to spend 10 years, a significant chunk of our lives, even for us old folks, on this? If you're 20 now, will this still be interesting to you when you're 30? Or if you're 40, when you're 50? What else do you imagine spending your time on in five years, in 10 years? And most importantly, because our time is so in demand and finite, what are you saying no to because you're saying yes to this? Time is a zero-sum game as I am constantly reminded every time my five-year-old takes 11 hours to climb out of his car seat. There are probably a number of potential obligations and opportunities where that applies, and that you're already aware of over the next few months and the next year or so. Other jobs, other volunteer efforts, other investments, but it's important to look down the road, too, over those 10 years. What will the world look like in five years or 10 years? What do you want it to look like? Does this opportunity affect the world you want to live in? Does the commitment require you moving to and or living in one geographical location? Believe it or not, all of you like me that are attached to Zoom, there's still millions of jobs that require you to physically show up to work. Do you have kids? Do you want to have kids? Where do you want them to grow up? How do you want them to grow up? What sacrifices will be required because of your commitment over the span of those 10 years? Will they increase over time or decrease? If time is our sacrifice in exchange for wages, how will your wages increase over those 10 years? And what would you like to do with those wages? Is that increase commensurate with the cumulative time you'll have committed? How much of those wages, if any, are guaranteed? 
and how much more is available for increased performance. Now, none of this is to dissuade you from taking on said 10-year opportunity, but to simply interrogate it from every angle as objectively as you can. To take it down to first principles, to question your own assumptions, and to bring new ones to the table. To do the math on your trade-offs, because there are always trade-offs. To set expectations for you, for your aspirations, for your partner, for your children. Because, and again, I come back to the question, how will you measure your life? Because if you're reading this, you're probably over the age of 18 or so, and that means you'll get maybe six total of these 10-year chunks to work with until, you know, end of story, lights out. You're making a hell yes decision to fulfill one-sixth of your story. How will it go? All right, folks. Last thing before I let you get out of here, uh, please, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, a uh, rating and a review will go a long way to supporting our community here. Uh, same thing for Overcast. Uh, so you can recommend us. Just tap that star button. It takes just a few seconds. You can do it uh, right on your phone there. Um, we would love if you officially joined our community and subscribed to these episodes today. Um, to our newsletter and our conversations. Again, you can do that anywhere you guys listen to podcasts. Um, and I always remind you, you'll find plenty more awesome tools and content uh, to fight for a better future for everyone at our website and also in our newsletter at importantnotimportant.com. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>